They but, somebody, but we hadn't. You guys had an idea to improve your roster. Yeah, Anthony Davis, baby, it was a sure shot. One hundred percent, we were going to get Anthony Davis. <laughs> actually, one hundred percent is actually very low. One thousand percent, we were going to get Anthony Davis. Rich Paul is his agent. Uh, clutch, you know, the whole connection with LeBron. It was basically the whole thing was tampering, and, and that was fine. We we're going to get Anthony Davis, and there's no way in hell that they're ever going to say no to a Brandon Ingram based trade. So, what'd they say? They said no. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, well, it's like, okay, well, fine. You don't want Brandon Ingram. Well, let's give you Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball, baby. What now? I imagine they took that one. No, they said no. All right. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, okay. So. You package Kyle Kuzma. You package Lonzo Ball. You package Brandon Ingram. They're going to accept that trade every day for of Anthony course. Davis. Who I doesn't? would. I would do that in a heartbeat. I would do that today. What'd they say? They said no. Huh, interesting. It was weird. I'm starting said, to sense a theme here. It was like, okay, well, you can say no to that, but okay. Well, then they offered them the godfather trade. Kuzma, Lonzo, Ingram, um, Rondo somehow. Uh, I don't know, but it was like yeah. literally everybody. every single player that wasn't LeBron James, pretty much, was in this trade plus two picks. You don't That's say insane. no to that. That's insane. You just don't say no to that. What'd they say? Well, they didn't say yes. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is All Sports Are Bad. I am Patrick on the internet. And I am Jake Whipple. We're back, baby. We're, We're back, back again, baby. <laughs> Another time. We've We're been back several times lately. We come back a lot. <laughs> Constantly returning. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> Perpetually coming back <laughs> from a break. Yeah, a couple. We had a couple of vacations in the mix. Life happens, you know, like we're we're people. Stop yelling at us. Yeah. Yeah. I went to New Orleans. Yeah, it was congratulations to our good friend Peter um, yeah. on his uh, celebration of his wedding with his wife Sylvie. Yeah, it was it was fun as shit. Yeah. Wish I could have been there. It was wild. That's <laughs> it was it was wild. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we've got baseball coming up. Uh, tomorrow is opening day. Ta- well, s- but there's already been regular season baseball. Yeah. I mean, in Japan between yeah. the Mariners and the A's for some reason. Yeah. And then they came back and uh, <laughs> did spring training did again. Spring training again. Good for them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all right, whatever. Like, that's fine. That's just a little weird. Um, it does take away my joke that um, at the beginning of the season, the Mariners are immediately two games under 500. So. Yeah, because now they're, now they're, I think they're 2-0, and right? Yeah, they're 2-0, and so they're two games over 500, which Wait. ruins my attempts to clown on them. Well, if we want to clown on the Mariners, um, uh, as I was coming back from the airport, I, we drove by the uh, stadium, uh, T-Mobile Stadium, the new one, where they sank $130 million mm-hmm. of taxpayer money yep. to renovate, and uh, or like make improvements, I wouldn't call it a renovation, and already... The pink T-Mobile sign on the east side of the stadium is like broken. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm like, it just says T-Obel. <laughs> You're not a diner. You can't have one of the letters be out. Like that was funny last night, and I was just like, hmm, 130 million dollars. All right, <laughs> that's what we paid for. And it's not even in the right font. I have to also say, it's like, they didn't use the T-Mobile font. It's like a totally different, it's like Arial. Like, they used Arial. It, it's it's very odd, their branding. I, yeah. 
just, the Mariners are weird. They should have just used papyrus. Yeah. And what's James Cameron did it worked out fine for him. Yeah. Um, so let's do some picks. Let's do like an, a, a quick uh, MLB preview. Uh, who do you got in the NL West? Our division. NL West. Our division where our teams play and succeed. Um, except for yours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's basically it. like the Giants and the Diamondbacks are pretty bad. I think yeah. the Padres are going to be semi-watchable, but like they're the going to be bad too. Yeah, the Padres actually, despite our constant dragging of the Padres, which I stand by until the end of time, they look like they might be okay. Yeah. Um, Even when they're good, they're still generic. So mm-hmm. like that's part of being the Padres. Yeah, it's just kind of their whole deal. Like they'll be like we'll probably be talking about them as wild card contenders this year. Would be my. Maybe, maybe the, if they're 500 at the deadline, they've they've succeeded this yeah. year. Yeah, they're they're on they're kind of doing their really expensive rebuild, which is cool. Yeah. But you know, I'm good for them for getting Machado. Like somebody had to, and they Fernando did. Tatis Jr. made the roster. That's mm-hmm. pretty. That's pretty huge for them. It's a big deal. They um, I feel like they have some other guys they picked up in free agency as well who should be good contributors, but. I don't really follow them because they're yeah. the Padres, and I don't notice when they do <laughs> You're anything. not actually supposed to care about them <laughs> right. or notice that they exist. And you're supposed to be surprised to find out that they're not actually a CFL team. <laughs> it's like, and then you have to think, why did I think the San Diego Padres were a Canadian football league team? Aren't they, but, I thought you know, they were a rugby team. Oh, yeah, they are, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was my impression. Um, the Diamondbacks are going to suck. Like, they're going to suck real bad. Yeah. Um... They let all of their good players leave. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt went to St. Louis, where he just he's, I think, in the process of signing a new extension, or already has. Um, and then, yeah, they're just... AJ Pollock is yeah, gone. They're, they're going to blow. Like, they're not going to be any good. Yeah. Um, the Dodgers were the best team in that division last year. They did absolutely nothing to get better. I think they got AJ so, Pollock, didn't they? I don't think... Th- they signed somebody. They did signed they? a few people, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't remember. I feel like they didn't really do much, though, because yeah. they were supposed to be players for Machado or Bryce Harper, and they didn't do anything on that front. Yeah, when and they lost a yeah. couple of guys, too. When you're a big player for, like, those those guys, and you don't get them, it doesn't matter what you do. You've, you've failed in, pub- in the public eye. Yeah. But, I mean, they got rid of Puig, which, like, that's stupid. That was pointless, yeah. Why did, <laughs> why did you do that? Like, he was good. He was, Matt, is, he, is he a superstar? No. But he's fun, and he's yeah. a talented baseball player, and he does productive things. Like, yeah. why would you not just keep him around? And they got rid of Matt Kemp. Also yeah. had a bounce back year last year. So, yeah. I mean, I think they'll be around the same. I see, like, 94, ga- 94 wins, and they would take the division. Yeah. Probably easily. Um, the Giants will probably just go 500 again somehow. Yeah, my, no, they're not going to go 500. No. They're going to go, they're going to win 70 games. All right. They're, they're going to be trashed, and they're, they're trash, and Larry Bear is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Bear is trash. We never got around to talking about the whole we, Larry we Bear could, thing, yeah. but... Just, I've mentioned that he's trash a couple yeah. times since it happened, but yeah. He, no, he gone. is trash. Um, definitely don't hit your spouse in public, everybody. Yeah. Like, that's a really bad plan on several levels. Yeah. Um... Not even like just, just even from a PR standpoint, from a, from a totally amoral PR standpoint, maybe don't do that. Yeah. It's a bad look. Don't put your hands on anyone. Don't be weird. Yeah, just don't do that. Um, yeah, no, and that leaves us basically with the Rockies, who were the second best team in the NL West last year. Um, well, the, I mean, the Diamondbacks were up there as well. I want, I believe, but they're they they're going to be DJ worse. LeMahieu, didn't they? They lost DJ Lemayhu. And they lost um, the their reliever, who was uh, what really good. What's Adovino. Yeah, Adovino. They lost Adam Adovino. They didn't really add anybody. Agent Zero. 
you know, they didn't really add anybody of note, but they did lock up uh, Nolan Arenado for the next eight years. Yeah, and, that's good for their future. Yeah. I think I think they'll win like eighty-seven games with their. They, I don't, it's, it'll be hard for them to get in the wild card with yeah. the central looking like it is. Yeah, it's gonna, it'll be tough. Um, on, on, for the plus side for them is um, that their pitching staff last year was good and real young, so yeah. that staff could actually take a leap forward and help add like an extra few wins. They could be, they could be in the ninety win range this year if uh, those guys progress. Yeah. Um, which is obviously not a given. Like pitchers fall off a cliff all the time for no reason. So. Yeah. Anywhere between 500 and 90 games is a perfectly reasonable expectation of the Rockies. Mm-hmm. I just, it just, I, it's going to be hard for them to beat the Dodgers. Yeah, it will be because the, and they've the Dodgers have owned this division for a while, and that they're probably going to continue to do it for the next year or two at the, at, at the very least. So moving on to the Central. Yes. Who do you got in the Central? I got the Brewers. Brewers, I think, going to keep it. Yeah, I got to keep. I got to stick with the Brewers. The Cardinals got a lot better. Um, they went out and added real talent. Uh, the Reds also got better. Um, the Pirates suck. Um, well, the Pirates kind of made a run last year. They like they got they ended up like actually making a deadline moon for Archer, which was like oh weird. yeah, that's right. And, yeah, <laughs> like they played better, and it's like wow. I wish I bet you wish you still had Andrew McCutcheon <laughs> on your team. <laughs> I don't, I'm just so conditioned to like hear people tell me that like this could be the year for the Pirates, and then they win 74 games. Yeah, and like, the one and the one year where it was like oh they're done now, like they're gonna go back to the cellar. They were like, "Hey, we're we, you know we kind of we kind of we're competitive a little bit." They made it all the way to seventy-four wins. Yeah, they just win seventy-four <laughs> games every year, like, like clockwork. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> we could probably look that up, but I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna assume that the Pirates win seventy-four games every year. I got I coming out of the Central. I there's it's actually really tough because the Brewers are amazing, and I think they're gonna they're still gonna be good. Um. Chris Bryant with the Cubs is coming is gonna not be injured and he's an MVP caliber player and, mm-hmm. and <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no I totally like I totally buy that I think um I think there's definitely um the Cubs like I don't know the Cubs are really really good they have a lot of extremely talented players and they just I don't see them being bad yeah. now that I've logged myself out of iMessages on this computer because <laughs> I. <laughs> definitely muted my phone and was like, okay, I'm ready to go. And then I forgot to sign myself out of iMessages. So, so, but yeah, I, I, I like the Cubs. I like Chris Bryant. I don't know if they're going to do it. Be- and this is completely like just worst case scenario. The Cardinals are going to win the division. They got, yeah. they got Goldschmidt. And anytime they add like a pretty good player, they end up getting like ridiculous production out of them. And then they're always going to have these players that no one gives a shit about that end up like they might as well be Padres players, but they end up playing incredibly well. Yeah, and I think that the the Cardinals are going to win the division. And this isn't really based on math, even this though I just, am a math guy. <laughs> this is just like your gut this is my horrible gut, like, sensation. It just this feels like a Cardinal situation that's really going to piss everyone off. Ugh. So the East, the East, um, the Braves are on the up and up. Um, yeah, they were they were they've had continued to add a lot of good young players. Um, and those players have continued to improve, and this this could actually be a really good year for them. I think, like, I could see them going. The like, Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, uh, do they still have Freddie Freeman? He's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, they've got like they have a lot of really talented young guys, and they could con- they could absolutely continue mm-hmm. to just improve and get better. Oh, yeah, they got Josh Donaldson. 
Um, I only know that because we were just looking at our uh, the rosters in our fantasy baseball league. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I like them. They should they they should stop doing a racist chant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should really not makes that me off. not like them, but yeah. like the team, the players themselves. Yeah, they're they're good. Um, I mean, I think the Phillies are going to win it. Yeah, just, probably they have so much on that squad that they added. They added Segura, who's one of my favorite shortstops. They added uh, they added Bryce Harper. That was, I don't know a, if you've was a pretty heard good get for them. I don't know yeah. if you've heard of this guy Bryce Harper uh, and Real Muto. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, shit. They look great. Yeah, they they added one of the best outfielders in baseball. They added one of the best shortstops in baseball. They added the best catcher in baseball, at least offensively. Like they, oh, yeah. he's the best catcher in baseball yeah. overall. Yeah, yeah. They picked up a lot of extremely talented players. Like they could absolutely walk away with this division, and they will certainly be in the conversation at a minimum. Yeah. Um, on the other side of that, we have the Marlins. Yeah, they they're. Did you see their new uniforms? Uh, no, I it, don't think I have. They look. It looks like beer league softball. <laughs> oh, rad! Cool. It's very that's, that's very on brand for them. <laughs> I mean, generally, like they've had dumb looking uniforms, but they were never amateur hour looking uniforms. They yeah. just looked kind of dumb. You're like, oh, you should have picked a better color scheme, or oh, it's it's like the the mid two thousands, and you're using your nineteen nineties logo. That's funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's shit like that, and yeah, they just look terrible, and their team's gonna be terrible. And uh, Derek Jeter, yikes. My yeah. dude. <laughs> um, I think the Nats are going to be genuinely bad this year. Because um, they couldn't even get their shit together when Harper was there. Like, And there's so much talent on that team that never ag- ever, like, they don't, none of them rise to the top at the same time. It's like, weird how bad they are. Yeah. They should be good. Like, they sh- like and they should have been good for the previous, like, three or four years. Mm-hmm. And the best they can do is to get bounced in the divisional round every year. Like, yeah. that's their that's been their ceiling, and they just lost probably their best player. I think they've been like the best team in the National League, like maybe two or three times over the last seven years, and they just never looked good in the playoffs. No. <laughs> just like, and they now they're just underperforming. Like they still have Rendon and stuff. Like they're still they're still good. They still have um, they still have you know what's his name Fucking Strasburg. Scherzer. Yeah, Strasburg Scherzer. Yeah. Their pitching staff looks really good on paper. Yeah, it's just, they're weird. Like, they're a weird, good team. They're, they just don't make any fucking sense. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, and then you, like, the last team on on that division is the Mets. And normally, if you asked me how the Mets were going to be, I'd say they're going to be bad and then not listen to anything else anyone said because I don't give a shit about the Mets and they always suck. But they leg- they added legitimate players this year. They've had a great pitching staff for years. Their problem has always been that their offense is shitty. And they went out, like, they got Robbie Cano um, by fleecing the Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> no, they could, the Mariners got Kellenic. Oh, yeah, no, they got they got a reasonable The prospect. Phillies were the yeah. ones who fleeced the Mariners. <laughs> that's right, that's right. The Phillies fleeced the Mariners. They, yeah, they, the Mariners got Kellenic. That's a good deal. But, like, they, yeah. the, the Mets still got Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz. That's mm-hmm. pretty fucking great. And they locked up DeGrom like, yep. today. Yeah, Syndergaard's gonna, still going to be there for a while. Like, their starting pitching is... Really, really, really good. Um, and now they have who was the best, the guy who was the best closer in baseball last year in Edwin Diaz. Man, I'm going to miss him so much. Yeah, me too. He was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, they. so I don't know what to think about that team right now. Uh, I just, I don't think they'll be that good. I think they'll be okay-ish, but they won't be that good. I think, right. I think really this is like Phillies, Braves, and the Nationals are going to be 
kind of bad and the Mets will be there everyone they'll probably go on like a streak in like yeah. April and yeah, they'll be like the Mets are here baby and then the Mets <laughs> are gonna Mets because that's yeah. what the Mets do that's what always happens to them and they may like just their the question is with them is did they add enough offensive firepower to support guys like Syndergaard DeGrom and Diaz for an entire season and yeah. the answer is probably not yeah maybe not yeah so then we go to the AL West now. All right. So home of the Mariners. Home of the Mariners, <laughs> who are not a favorite. <laughs> uh, I think they're going to be incredibly watchable, but the word good should never be cut me into no, play no. This, this year. If they go 500, I'm happy for them. Yeah, they'll be fun. I think they'll be fun. Like, I'm, they, they got young and interesting and like, who's this guy going to be? I don't know, but that doesn't translate to winning games. We'll so. be there on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll, we'll be, be yeah. there on Tuesday to watch Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah. And we, also the Mariners. <laughs> Mike Trout will be there and also a team that's also in this city. Yeah, <laughs> two minutes in the city. Yeah, at T Oval Park. <laughs> yeah, and that's like, and speaking of, like, and the Angels, like, they're gonna just be middling at best, like they always are, even though they have the best player in a generation. Like, they didn't add anybody. Um, they did give Mike Trout the richest contract in history. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, when uh, they did that. <laughs> but less years, more money than Bryce Harper. Was, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, I get that. That makes sense. I'll do yeah. that. Yeah, I'll take it. But yeah, there's but there's no in no reason to believe that they're gonna be any good because they haven't been and they did not actually improve their roster. Mm-hmm. Like they're still dealing with the absolutely bonkers contract they gave uh, Albert Pujols when Albert Pujols was like 32. Um, yeah. And yeah, so like they're just they have old guys who aren't what they used to be and Mike Trout and then no one I have ever heard of. So. Yeah. And they're not, they're just not. I just don't really trust their front office. I don't really trust their like coaching. It's it's they're no they're they're not equipped to handle the A's, and they're not equipped to handle the Astros. I think they even with like phenomenal talents like Trout and Otani, where it's like you these are two players that like I would definitely definitely pay lots of money to go see. Yeah, <laughs> say I mean I keep going to Angels games <laughs> right like, every time they come here, <laughs> but like I just don't think that they're a good team, which kind of sucks. They're kind of like it's kind of like watching like John Wall and fucking Bradley Beal out there <laughs> go <laughs> like way and be bad. Too. Hey, look at how good those guys at bas- are at basketball on this horrendous horrendous basketball team. Yeah, they are kind of <laughs> they are the wizards of. Uh, <laughs> Of Major League Baseball in that way. That's uh, probably the fairest comparison we've ever made on this show. It's a lot of yeah. talent and not yeah. a lot of wins to show for it. Yeah. yeah. Nobody gives a shit about the Rangers, and I don't even want to bother talking about them. Yeah. Is anyone on the Rangers? Do they have a team right now? Or are they just like, a, like is that just an assorted group of uh, checkout uh, guys at the grocery store who that's, like to play a little? Essentially, one of my favorite players is on the Rangers, but that's Hunter Pence, and he's washed. <laughs> like, he, I love him to death. Like, he is a San Francisco Giants icon. Texas Rangers icon? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I'm going to go ahead and say no. He wasn't good enough to be on one of the shittiest teams in baseball. <laughs> Imagine he's not going to do much for the Rangers. Uh, the A's The A's are The A's incredible. are going to be good. I'm scared of them. I fear them. They are, they are fucking ridiculous. They have Olsen Chapman Davis. Uh, even if they don't have a pitching staff, they're going to coach their way into one somehow. <laughs> they're just they're, somehow, some way, <laughs> they're, they're going like, to they're going to do some bullpen fuckery, and yeah. like I respect it. Something's going to get weird over there, and I they're going to be really good. I wish that they'd pay their talent as an organization more, but this isn't really about organizations right now. This is about 
This is about players. actual players and yeah. like baseball that gets played. Yeah, but yeah, no, like the, I feel like this is the this is one of the years where the A's are like actually going to kind of go for it. Like that's they're gonna they're like they're they see this as their window to oh, use yeah. their use their bargain basement ass contracts to try and like play their way and make into the playoffs and make a run and maybe even have a chance at a title and then next year they're gonna trade everybody yeah maybe next like, year they'll go for it again but like generally they have they have two to three years on their windows and mm-hmm. then it closes abruptly yeah and uh, yeah so let's see this which means that if history repeats itself this will be like the most dangerous version of this A's team in this core. Mm-hmm. But they're still going to get bounced. The <laughs> they always they're do. They're still the A's. Yeah, like, they always do. Gonna, they're not going to do much. The AL Central. Uh, no, we didn't do the Astros. Oh, the but... Astros. Oh, shit. The Astros. That's right. We, even yeah. just, we didn't even say who we pick. Yeah. I pick the Astros. I do, too. Yeah. Hey, yeah. interesting. Makes sense. Because yeah. they didn't change, and they're great. So. Oh, they haven't... Well, Keichel's out there. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, they don't have Keichel anymore. Uh, they've it, lost a few things, but I just... I believe in I believe in Bregman, I believe in Altuve, and I believe in Correa. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, like, and George Springer's no slouch either. Yeah, George like, Springer's amazing, too. They've, they're just amazing. The team is just... <laughs> they're great. Justin Verlander's still there, like, being the best old pitcher in baseball. Yeah, they're... Uh, like, they're a fucking World Series winner. Yeah, like you can't. And they are the A. The, the I always said the A's. The Astros are great until proven otherwise. At this yeah. point, like they yeah. just look outstanding. They're loaded with young talent, and they have a solid pitching staff, a good good relievers, and their division otherwise just isn't that fucking good. Like it's the A's and literally nobody else. Yeah. Like, they just have two. They have three MVP caliber players. Yeah, like they have three players that could win the MVP. MVP non Mike Trout division, right? I mean, even then, like any one of them can haul off and like win, have like ten wins above replacement and win an MVP. I believe between Correa, uh, Bregman, and Altuve. Altuve, yeah, he's already yeah. done it. <laughs> All right. Well, then we have next. We have the AL Central, aka the worst division in baseball. Um, yeah, I was. The White Sox, the Indians, the Tigers, the Royals, and the Twins, and I don't give a shit about any of them. Yeah, Cleveland's going to win. Um, yeah, they'll. Yeah, no, Cleveland's absolutely going to win. Eighty-seven games, maybe. Yeah. I think uh, because I think they're having injury problems, and and they're not really like they're they're getting rid of pieces. They got yeah. rid of Edwin Encarnacion, <clears throat> who's now going to play for the Mariners for no reason whatsoever <laughs> until they until the Mariners trade him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> which they will which yeah yeah um yeah like the indians are basically kluber um another pitcher whose name is escaping me and jose ramirez and jose like don't get like jose ramirez is amazing the rest of the roster yeah. like who gives a shit like well they have trevor bauer who's oh garbage. that's right that's yeah. that's who He's i technically the race right now yeah. i think yeah yeah well kluber and bauer are both jerks but they're also both excellent pitchers so kluber's a jerk i don't know i'm just assuming his name's Corey oh. kluber it just oh. sounds right I just thought he was very low key. Doesn't say much, and that his teammate Trevor Bauer is a piece of garbage. His Trevor, I might, I might be getting Corey Kluber and Trevor Bauer mixed up in my head for what yeah. it's worth. So yeah, um, I like. Uh, it's pretty obvious Cleveland's going to win. Uh, yeah. The White Sox are most notable for making a run at both Manny Machado and Bryce Harper and getting neither one. Um, <laughs> like, I like that they tried though. Like I like that they tried. I'm not mad at that. Uh, the Royals are the Royals. Like they had those those fun years um, in like 2013, 2014 when they were going to the World yep. Series. 
Was that 20, 13, 14 or 14, 15? 13, 14, 15, they were good, but 14, yeah. 15, they went to the World Series. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They did that, and that was cool. And um, it was, it's, I don't know, I always enjoy watching like a small to mid market team like go and win a title. That's always fun for me, just yeah. because. But yeah, after that, like they're the Royals, man. Like, how good are they really going to be? Yeah, no, they don't. They're just not going to be good. Their most like the most iconic moment in Royals history is George Brett getting kicked out of a game. Like, <laughs> I'd like to imagine the most iconic moment in Royals history is the Royals winning the World Series. Oh but yeah, which one do you see more highlights of? I see George Brett running out, getting mad for the pine tar. Game is like, hey, this fucking pine tar. Like, no, that's George Brett's like, no, and I'm going to run angrily at you. <laughs> to prove that. It's like... <laughs> that was essentially his move. He was like, oh shit, they saw my pine tar. How do I convince them that that's not pine tar? I don't know, run angrily at them? <laughs> the rules say there can only be this much pine tar. Oh yeah, what if yeah. I punch you? Yeah, I guess having a take and remembering it this much does prove that that is the most iconic moment in the Royals' history. <laughs> I had almost forgotten they actually won one of those World Series. Yeah, they won two. No, they, no, won they won one. Oh, they won one of the ones, that, but then they won one before. Yeah, they won one before yeah, that, yeah. but I didn't remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> We're not here for that. <laughs> yeah, the Twins, like, fucking who cares? It's cold there. Um, <laughs> and the Tigers, like, ever since uh, Miguel Cabrera turned into a pumpkin, like, yeah. there's no reason to watch the Tigers. Yeah. R.I.P. Michael Cabrera. He's watching now. Yeah, my R.I.P. Man, yeah, you were fun for a while. Yeah, you were fun for a while. Yeah. Um, Ale East. Ale East this is gonna be gonna be fucking wild. It is, but it's mostly gonna be wild just watching the Sox and the Yankees. Like, yeah, that's like because those are two. You could make a case for either one of those teams as the best team in baseball right now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's going to be really fun. I don't know what the Jays look like particularly this year. Um, uh, bad. They just traded Kendrick Morales. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I got a. I saw an update about. That. Yeah. So yeah, they're uh, they're having a fire sale. Yeah. They will bring up. Uh, they, don't to, they have nothing to sell. Them. <laughs> yeah. Vlad 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 Jr. That's right. Yeah. yeah. They they will bring up Vlad Jr. at some point this year because they have to at this point. They're just waiting to manipulate his service time just so. It'd be weird if they didn't. It'd actually be weird if they didn't. No, so, it'd be uh, stupid. Also, it would totally screw up my fantasy baseball season. Um, so, who do you have coming out of the East? I think I think that is a coin toss. Like, you could pick the Red Sox or the Yankees. Yeah. It's one of those two, and it could be either one. They could both easily win 100 games, and probably will. I have um, the Yankees, uh, because if Judge is healthy, he's... He could be the face of baseball. I don't know if he's ever going to be Mike Trout good, but he's so good. Like, yeah. he's so fun to watch, and he's amazing. I mean, and I know these things well, don't the- equate to, like, them winning a division, but it's like, you get Judge, you get Stanton. It's it's pretty fucking yeah. gross. They're a pretty gross team, and I, I kind of love them a little bit. Well, like, Judge is the best prospect for the face of baseball right now because he's young, he hits the ball a long fucking way, and he's a Yankee. Like, he's super marketable. Yeah, like yeah. there's so much, th- there's so much there, and of course, I imagine baseball will do absolutely nothing with that. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine baseball will figure out a way to like turn him into a bad guy somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Rays are gonna suck. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That I feel like they're one of those teams that might go 500 or might like they could win like 85 games just because yeah. they're. 
they're just all into the they're all into metrics, math, and fuckery, and I like that. So yeah. <laughs> I just well, don't like the race as an organization. They did pioneer this whole concept of having an opening pitcher, yeah. um, which is actually I think it's fucking astonishing that somebody hasn't thought of this before. Yeah, um, like it's a really good goddamn idea. Um, it saved the A's. Yeah, like, I mean it saved them. It pushed them from like maybe an eighty-seven game winner to like. Well, they win like 95, 97. Something like that. Year. Yeah, they yeah. were they were like climbing into the mid mid to high nineties. Yeah, um, they're yeah like at least they're at least the Rays are being creative about mm-hmm. baseball. Like they they don't they're not good by any stretch, but they're they know that, and so they're coming up with new con- like concepts within the game, and that's cool. Like that's kind of neat yeah. to see. Like I'm sure everyone's gonna get performatively mad about it, like they do about the shift. But you know, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck you for not thinking of it first, I say. Um, and then there's the Orioles, who... It's a nice stadium. Yeah, I like the stadium. Yeah, it's a great stadium. They bad, though. If only they had a baseball team that could play there. Yeah. Like, they are just... That is a dumpster fire of an organization right now. I wonder how many uh, plate appearances Chris Davis gets. Mm. Is he, Chris is Davis almost there? had the worst season in MLB history last year and was playing every day. Yeah. Yeah, he was for a stretch though. He was on pace to have the worst wins above replacement of any player ever. Yeah, I mean negative yeah. three is pretty nuts. Yeah, <laughs> negative three <laughs> FR is like pretty crazy because he doesn't take walks and he can't hit home runs anymore and he's a shitty fielder. Like he do, he no longer does anything well. Yeah, he's he he should be playing first base yeah. for the Mariners. <laughs> that all those things check out. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's also weird because like you say, Chris Davis, that guy's pretty good. And if you're talking about the A's, the answer is yeah, he's pretty good. If you say mm-hmm. Chris Davis, that guy sucks. You're talking about the Orioles, also true. It's just yeah. weird that there are two Chris Davises, and one of them is great, and the other one is literally <laughs> the worst player in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> literally the worst player in baseball. Yeah. At one time was Albert Pujols a couple of years ago. <laughs> When Albert Pujols had, like, I think he was, like, negative two war in, like, June. <laughs> yeah, oof. Yeah. Yeah, age did not treat that guy well. I did enjoy uh, listening to, like, MLB Network dudes get very mad at, like, people saying that Albert Pujols was the worst player in baseball in 2017. Because <laughs> they were so mad. They are like, how can he be bad? He won this many MVPs. He did this. He did that. Yeah, but he's bad now, though. <laughs> like, like, right at this moment? Yeah. He just swung and missed at a, uh, it wasn't even a pitch. The pitcher just picked up the rosin bag and threw it up in the air. Yeah, he just struck out. <laughs> and then the teller said, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> it was bad. But yeah. yeah. But uh, back to the AL, the AL East. Uh, so you, uh, you, you don't, you, you just say coin toss between the coin toss. Right. Yeah, coin flip. Uh, my um, AL playoff picks right now would be the Red Sox and the Yankees, um, the Indians and the Astros. Yeah. 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 I, if I pick in the World Series, I have the Phillies and the Yankees. That makes sense. Yeah. And the um, Yankees winning it. Yeah. I see the, uh, whoever, whichever of the Yankees and Red Sox do not get win the division will probably win their wild card game and then steamroll the Indians. Um, or the, or possibly also the Astros. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then it'll just, it would, it actually would be kind of fun. And I 
can't believe I'm saying this because this is not a stance that I would normally take, but it might be kind of fun to watch another like Boston, New York, uh, ALCS. Like, yeah, those are all, they're at least iconic and that would be kind of neat. And... I, I do not mind, uh, Boston Yankees. Like I, I, mean, <laughs> I do not mind Red Sox Yankees. I don't know. It's, I, they, they seem to genuinely hate each other <laughs> and it makes it entertaining. Uh, dude, yeah. I don't necessarily want them to get into fights all the time because those are dumb. But no. I'm I like that there's a heated rivalry in baseball, and I want it to be out there in the big stage. I want people to watch baseball. That's and that'll help get people to watch baseball. So yeah. I'm for it. Yeah, in ultimately. the NL, in the NL, I'm taking the I'm taking the Braves over the Phillies to win the AL East, the NL East. Uh-huh. I'm taking the Brewers to win the NL Central and I'm actually going to say the Rockies are going to win the NL West. Okay, cuz you're a homer, but Yeah, that's I'm fine. taking that's yeah, a homer. You pick. might as well it's do a homer it. Pick. Like why not? Yeah. And then the wild card teams are going to be the Cubs and the Dodgers and the Dodgers are going to beat the Cubs. All right. Yeah. After that, I'm say, you know what? We're going to go full homer here. It's going to be a repeat of Rocktober in 2007. <laughs> oh, so they're going to lose in the World Series. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna go all the way to the World Series and then get punted into the sun by the Yankees. <laughs> like, or the Red Sox. Or the Red, right. Sox. Yeah, the Red Sox. Either yeah. one. Doesn't matter, but that's what's going to happen. They're going to steamroll everybody, go to the World Series, and then just absolutely get smoked. Okay. Yeah. That was very optimistic for the Colorado Rockies. Hey, it happened before. It can happen again. It did. And it was... Yeah. Okay. I mean... All right. Sure, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's opening day. Anything's possible. The Mariners are on pace to win 162 games. So, like, what do I know about anything, really, if you think about it? I can sit on fan graphs and go, hmm, this guy's war is very good. And it doesn't matter. No, at this point, nothing matters. Who knows? Maybe the entire city of St. Louis will just sink into the Mississippi or something. Oh, yeah. So. That'd be kind of tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The best fans in baseball, maybe. Ugh, you. you can, we'll remember them in a memorial. <laughs> For the record, we don't want anyone to die. We, we just don't want, want them to not like baseball anymore. <laughs> yeah, we want them to all shut up and stop being... Yeah. <laughs> Consider just being nicer and and better and... Yeah. So Ichiro is officially retired officially he had retired, his two yeah. games in japan i did not watch a goddamn second of it nobody did it was on <laughs> at like three in the morning mariner mariner's twitter apparently watched it <laughs> oh, really why i mean oh, like well, no i mean like that's mariner's cool play a, a game in japan i mean the i i think they they played some exhibition games against uh, nippon league teams which i think were more fun for everyone to watch yeah i would see i could see that being yeah. a lot more enjoyable yeah um yeah, no, Ichiro, um, so Ichiro re-signed with the Mariners last year. They kept him on the roster. They moved him as an inactive player into a front office role where he still, I think he actually still technically had a roster spot yeah. at that point, but he was an inactive player. Um, and the, the whole thing was designed for him to be able to then be added to the roster to go to Japan and play these games and then retire. Yeah. Like, that was the whole point of the whole thing. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't. No, yeah, yeah, I'm that right. was the whole thing of of yeah. They just wanted him to play this series, have his moment. It was, it was great, and yeah. so yeah, and one of the greatest hitters of all time. Yeah, one of one of the greatest hitters of all time. Um, one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Um, yeah, Ichiro was amazing. Like we're very much like yeah. I was. I'm bummed to see him go. Like. 
he's been he's to some degree he's been a little gone for a couple years and that he hasn't been good for a little while like yeah. he hasn't been the same Ichiro that like showed up and had 200 hits in 10 straight seasons for like 5 years but broke the all-time uh, <laughs> hits record in a season yeah yeah basically crushed every single uh Every single hits record you could think of, with the exception of most hits in the MLB. Although there are writers out there who who will make the case that um, Ichiro, if you look at his uh, Nippon League at bats with his MLB at bats, that we should consider him the sing the single the guy who has more hits than anyone else at a professional level. I do I do consider him like the best contact hitter in the history of baseball. Oh, he's incredible. He swung and missed, like, yeah. four times one year. Actually, right? I should say one of the best. Because really, like, I can't deny Barry Bonds the crown. <laughs> just because it's Darren. It's like, all right, yeah, yeah I, no, like, it's Barry Bonds. But then Ichiro, yeah. No, but, like, and, but Barry hyped Ichiro his whole life, too. Like, Barry Bonds once told everybody, like, said to a bunch of reporters he thought Ichiro could win the home run crown every year if he wanted to. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I think he could, too, if he wanted yeah. his swing to be that way. But, like, yeah. Ichiro's swing was get out of the box man yeah. like he he played an, an incredible game like in, yeah. a, in he an was era. an obp guy before obp was that big of a thing yeah I feel like like well he was an obp guy who didn't take a lot of walks yeah so but he got on base he, all the he just got time. so many fucking hits man yeah. he was just so good at getting hits he's that's why he's the hit king yeah that's why he's the real hit king uh stole he, bases had a goddamn cannon yeah. right from right field yeah he had a spider-man catch mm-hmm I love the Spider-Man catch. Yeah. No, One he's, of my favorites. Ichiro was dope. Like, watching Ichiro play was always really, really fun. He, like, one of the, he's one of those guys who you just show up to games to see them. Like, like this uh, Angels game, we're going to see Mike Trout. Like, yeah. back in the day, you just went to Mariners games to watch Ichiro. And if Felix was pitching, even better, you know? Like, yeah. Players, you show up to the stadium to see play baseball. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean... Ichiro came up in an era where, like, home runs were king. Like, if mm-hmm. you didn't hit 40 home runs, you probably weren't a superstar in baseball. And Ichiro's, he was. He yeah. was one of the superstars in baseball. He came up his first year, and the Mariners won a bazillion games. That's actually the exact number of games they it won. It was. It was it's a bazillion. baseball reference. Yeah. Don't fact check. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bazillion. I looked. I checked. Yeah. It had a one and a bunch of zeros yeah, let me look it up on baseball reference yeah, yeah one bill bazillion yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that see science um yeah no Ichiro was the fucking dude man like he was great stole bases was fun to watch play baseball weird which is the most important thing for a baseball player to be yeah being super fucking weird <laughs> super fucking weird is <laughs> one of the things all great baseball players have in common <laughs> um he used to talk shit to like he learned uh, English and Spanish in order to talk shit to people in their native language. Yeah, like, that's commitment to the craft. <laughs> yeah, of, of dragging people. <laughs> he just he, he was really good at doing. It's just fun. He was a fun baseball player. Yeah, and then like there's not that many fun baseball players left. Like we're stuck now. We're stuck with Puig and like I don't know Altuve maybe. Uh, yeah, Altuve. I like he's a lot of fun. Judge. Yeah. Uh, Shoot. I mean, Machado's fun to Machado, play. He's just kind of dirty. Yeah. I mean, he's fun, but yeah, he's like, he's like, eh. <laughs> yeah, he I mean, that, was a, that was a little much, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I mean, Bryce Harper's fun to watch. Yeah. Bryce Harper is like, uh, that's why Bryce Harper's more popular than Mike Trout, even though Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. Yeah. No, because Bryce... Bryce Harper just has all the, he has the look, he has the, he's just fun and he plays hard. And he, I mean, he managed to put together the uh, crossover like. of um, baseball and a shampoo commercial. So, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> the fucking, like, it is, it is actually really hilarious to watch that guy dive headfirst into second or third and then snap his hair back. Like, I can, uh, yeah. like it, lo- it looks like he's advertising a product. It's yeah, he just... Hysterical. He, yeah, it looks like he was made to be on TV playing a sport somewhere. Yeah. It's, nice. it's, pretty, it's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good luck, Ichiro. I hope you uh, find a niche somewhere. You're not, you're not leaving baseball, so I hope you can figure out yeah. where you fit in the structure when you can't play it anymore. Ichiro, the true hit king. You know who's not the true hit king? Pete Rose. Fucking Pete Rose. Pete Rose is a piece of shit. You have some thoughts on Pete Rose. I have have several thoughts on Pete Rose. Pete Rose is a fucking self-important jackass. Like, the second somebody floats the idea that, like, maybe we should talk about Ichiro as the true hit king, Pete Rose starts trying to say, well, maybe we should count my minor league hits then. Like, (laughs) fuck you, Pete. Like, what the shit is, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Like... Pete Rose is like has been a known and provable asshole his entire life. Like, oh yeah, for like, sure. He once took he took at an All Star game in the seventies. He ended a dude's season by bulldozing the catcher at the plate while his team was up by like four. Like he hurt the best catcher in the other league because he wanted to win a yeah. totally pointless exhibition. Hey. So he just threw an elbow into his brain yeah. while he was trying to score a meaningless run. Yeah, Ray Fossey would have been, like, one of the best catchers of all time. Yeah. Yeah, and now he's not, because Pete Rose really wanted to win a stupid fucking game that didn't matter. Yeah, because Pete Rose is a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Um, Pete, like, I don't even, like, I don't even give a shit about Pete Rose's gambling thing. I do no, not care. I don't care, care about that I don't give all. a care. I don't care about that at all. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Do it. Like, he yeah. belongs, <laughs> honestly, he belongs there. He was a great player, but he also was a garbage ass person just a garbage person like just everything he does every time he opens his like shows up in public or opens his fucking mouth just reinforces my impression of him as a jackass like yeah my my he's the worst all of my favorite iconic pete rose moments involve him showing up to wrestlemania and getting beat and beat up by the wrestler kane (laughs) (laughs) it happens every time somehow he he shows up and then Kane drops him on his head in like a tombstone Paul Driver. That's how desperate Pete Rose is for money, by the way. That fucking sucks. But, <laughs> fuck, but fuck, no, yeah, fuck, but fuck that Pete guy. Rose. Fuck that guy. Like, go ahead. <laughs> like, someone should pour clothes on his house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, Pete Rose sucks. Pete Rose uh. sucks. Now he's got a desk job working like on the fucking TBS uh, playoff baseball like studio room. He's... And every time I see him, like that guy looks like someone glued a bow tie to a tomato. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's so bad at it too. Like oh my god. Like we were talking about this earlier. Like 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 the like he's sitting there with like A Rod Ortiz, Pedro Martinez, and they're yeah. all like Frank Thomas, and they're all just amazing at talking about baseball and being eloquent, thoughtful. And, like, someone will set Pete Rose up and be like, oh, Pete Rose, what do you think of so-and-so player? You know, they play really hard. They, you know, they get all the hits like you did. What do you think of that player? And then he'll just be like, eh, they're good. <laughs> it's like, 
Turner Broadcasting <laughs> is fucking paying you money to talk about baseball, and all you can do is sit there and go, hey, good. Like, oh my god, that is, ugh, you're insufferable as, as a person. Me, meanwhile, Pedro Martinez sitting there being the coolest guy in the fucking room. <laughs> Pedro's doing, like, analysis about, like, somebody's curveball. He shows you a bunch of goes like, check out the movement on this. And then you hear, see, it's really a true 12 to 6. And then right yeah. here, it completely fools this guy. He just watches it go down the middle. What do you think, Pete? That was a good pitch. <laughs> that was a good pitch. What do you want me to say? <laughs> a lot more. Substantially more than a you just said. more than, yeah, <laughs> than what you said. After Pete Rose retired, he apparently tried to become a circle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and read this right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. P. Rose would spike his own grandchild in a family with football <laughs> Pete Rose's haircut makes Mark Davis look edgy. <laughs> Are you talking about, like, what P. Rose looks like? <laughs> he looks like Veruca Salt. Is that the joke here? <laughs> Let me tell the joke now. P. Rose, lo- I'm just reading Jake's jokes right now. <laughs> P. Rose looks like that girl from Willy Wonka partway through turning into a blueberry. <laughs> Veruca Salt. Veruca Salt. Yeah. Couldn't remember her name, didn't want to look it up. He looks like he would take a charge in a basketball game, in a pickup <laughs> basketball game. Be out on a playground and unable to compete, and someone would like drive to the hoop, and he'd flop. <laughs> so you seem very mad. Much like the month of March, <laughs> which is also mad. Ooh. March Madness. Ooh, March That's, Madness. That was, a, that was a segue for the ages. Mm, very fancy, very fancy. But yeah. Yeah, it's March Madness. The tournament's going on. We're coming into the Sweet 16, um, which, depending on when this posts, will either have started today or <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> or it's happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard to say. It depends on how long editing takes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I don't know, March Madness. There were some upsets. Um... The school that Jerry Falwell Jr. founded upset a team, and Ew. thank God they got eliminated in the second round. Um, yeah. yeah. I hope Zion dunks everyone in the center of the earth. Yeah. That's pretty much all I got on that one. My bracket's busted, so fuck it, whatever. Tom Izzo. Tom, Izzo. Tom Izzo. I do have some thoughts on Tom Izzo. Um, Tom Izzo was caught on camera um, screaming at a player so much that his other players were holding him back and restraining him from interacting with that player. <laughs> he was actively trying to intimidate or fight his own player. Yeah. Who... A student athlete. Was, yeah, I, who, who I think is 19. Um, because I guess he missed a layup. I don't know. I don't know what sparked this. But it's very... like you, There's a lot of it on TV. And... Sounds very professional. Yeah, it's, that's exactly <laughs> how you're supposed to interact with uh, people who you're uh, supposed to be coaching or yeah. managing or whatever. Yeah. Um, technically, you're a student. Yeah. Yeah, technically <laughs> so. They are students at a college where you give them a scholarship to play sports for said school because they're student athletes. Yeah. They're not just a money-making scheme. Um, they're... Though that's there is a money making scheme. Um, yeah, and this, this so that's gross and shitty. But the grosser and shittier part is are people who have been in sports coming like just out of the woodwork to talk about how that's okay behavior. That like what Tom Izzo was doing was 
coaching and that it must have been a really teachable moment for the kid who was getting screamed at so aggressively the his teammates feared for his personal safety yeah i like i always find it weird when like people think that like losing your temper and like being shitty to your players is good coaching it's like no i'm sorry that you had these experiences in life but that's actually bad no it's not how that works like why would you like first of all treating someone that way that's not okay like here's the other thing too like i like i played a lot of sports growing up I had coaches who did a lot of yelling, and I did coaches who didn't do a lot of yelling. And I can tell you, universally, the ones who didn't do a lot of yelling got better results across the board than the ones who did. Which is not to say, like, some some people and some of these athletes probably respond well to, like, criticism and, like, har- harder line stances being taken and just being, like, really being aggressively held accountable and told they're doing a bad job in certain scenarios. And that's fine. Like, that's that's a legitimate style of management for people it works for. But it's not... It's not the, that is not the same as screaming at a dude until you turn red in the face while everyone around you is like, hey, man, knock it off. Like, cool it. That's not, like... It looked like he was going to fight the kid yeah, on he's national fucking, television. Yeah, he's fucking 60 years old, and he looks like he's about to punch a 19-year-old who's supposed to be looking up to him in the face Yeah, like, on national TV. Like, that's, and, like, people are talking about, like, oh, that's that's what leadership looks like. Fuck you, it is. <laughs> that's not, that's not the measure that we're using here. Like, that's not, did, do we, do you pick your uh, ca- team captains based on who yells the most? Yeah. We're, uh, we're Barry Bonds and Jeff Kent's, uh, Jeff Kent, the team captains of the Giants, because they tried to murder each other in the dugout one year. Because <laughs> they did. And I'm telling you right now, they were not the captains no. of those teams. <laughs> people didn't want to put them in charge of stuff. Like, you can't just run around being abusive to people and expect results. That's not how that works at all. Like, yeah. And... And one of the parallels here, too, is like, because we've talked about this a bit, is that the way, um athletic environments start talking about uh, domestic abuse and like aggressive behavior outside of the field and they sort of want to come down on it and be and uh, you know police that activity but this this kind of behavior looks a lot like the precursor to the 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 abusive behavior they're talking about trying to curtail and police and this is being defended and described as good coaching and like good team management, and that seems like a really weird um, opposition of ideas to me. Yeah, I mean, I, if we go back even to like football, and you watch like these documentaries, or like if you watch like if you watch uh, fuck, what's the HBO called? Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. If you watch yeah. a little bit of Hard Knocks, there's just coaches shitting on players in a very like weird, abusive way. And that's thought of as, oh, they're hardening their players. But it's like, well, also, like, we're just if that's their day-to-day work environment, that's you're just normalizing violence and abusive mm-hmm. behavior. Like, that's really what's happening there. So, yeah, yeah to, to your point. Yeah, you dropped a pass, so I'm going to scream at you until I can't breathe anymore. And then this, you're just supposed to, like, take that and be like, oh, it's just, this coach was just, you know, kind of mad. Yeah. Which, when, like, screaming at somebody until you cannot talk and your face is bright red is not something you run across regularly in the real world. Like, yeah. That'd be, that'd be weird if, like, a middle... That's what, like, project managers were doing. <laughs> right? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about that this fucking 
God, to get the code done, finish your code, I'll fucking kill you, I'll fucking kill you. That is actually what it's like at Rockstar Games. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> from, we found out, from what the internet found out a couple months ago. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. I don't know, like, I'm, I'm, I don't know, in, in, in the interest of full disclosure, I, in my, one of my first managerial jobs, um, I was in running a, managing a restaurant. I had a server who screwed up, screwed up something that I had specific that I had outlined what we needed to do in a situation, and they made a they made a mistake. They made it a second time in a row, and it was we were in the middle of a very stressful part of service, and I lost my temper and yelled at them a lot, and it did not help a single fucking thing. Like it's not it wasn't helpful because it was just me being pissed off for my own gratification, um, and. Yeah. It's like it's not productive. It's just this is not a productive yeah. way to deal with people when you're trying to get a result. Like, yeah. it's like the only learning the only learning there was like you learning not to do that. Like, yeah, yeah. like, like if learning you do that, that's if you, not yeah. helpful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you do that, then like you're just all you're doing is making people afraid of you, and like ruling for through fear is not. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't get anything doesn't get anything done, and doesn't make anything better. And like, yeah, I mean, obviously, like. And also, I don't think this is probably shocking to anybody. I obviously regret this incident a lot. Um, I did right after I did it, and I still do because I still kind of think about it from time to time, and I really shouldn't have done it. But, you know, we all fuck up in certain ways, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, but now, like, you see, like, this guy, Izzo's been doing this for fucking years, and for him to then just blow up on a player on national television... For what? I don't. I don't think they were even losing the game at the time. He was just mad that he did a thing wrong. Yeah, I mean, even if they were, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's, it doesn't. It's March Madness. It's, just it's a really hard to win. <laughs> it's really it's tricky. Really hard to win in March yeah. Madness. Yeah, like I don't know. And I also want to. I would also want to point out, and then I'll stop. Be, I can stop being mad about this after this. But I want to point out that Izzo is part of Michigan State. The athletic department that was central in covering up the Larry Nasser USA Gymnastics sexual abuse scandal that resulted in a huge amount of their athletic department being forced to resign. Um, both because all these people had interactions with Nasser, Izzo included, and he has not gone anywhere because he's Tom Izzo and he's a legendary coach at Michigan State. But that's a, that's clearly a culture of people doing shitty things in order to protect some sort of idea of. Um, player development or um, uh, program success. And the same, the exact same line of reasoning is being used for this sort of verbal abuse directed as players. And that's extremely fucking disgusting and real indicative of a program that didn't learn shit, except we need to try and bail ourselves out of this PR nightmare. Yeah. An incredibly gross organization. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to hype drags. Cool. Who you got? Um, I think you maybe have one. <laughs> Uh, for yeah. yourself <laughs> yeah maybe there we, we open yeah. with the, uh, the one thing <laughs> the one thing this one thing yeah i so we want to start with uh i want to drag me <laughs> <laughs> um because i uh last year i or last god last year uh last episode i um mentioned lou alcindor in the context of what if Lou Alcindor hadn't overdosed on cocaine and uh, <laughs> become a professional basketball player. Yikes. Lou, Orsi Lou Alcindor, in fact, did not overdose on cocaine. 
and did become a professional basketball player and changed his name to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That is pretty good. (laughs) The person that I was attempting to refer to was Len Bias. And I got confused, and I am... I'm an, I'm an idiot. I am a dipshit. I'm really sorry, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I probably should have caught that in editing. Yeah, you know, well, I'm the one who said Luel Sindor, so... Yeah. 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 Well, you know. Our bad. Our bad, Kareem. <laughs> On that side, I guess I should... I want to hype Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for being, like, possibly the greatest basketball yeah, player yeah, who ever yeah, lived. One of the best, yeah. 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 All right, since uh, you you have you you wrote down in the hype tracks Rivers Cuomo. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I want to drag Rivers Cuomo for you. <laughs> oh, thank um, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I agree, and I want to go ahead and take this one from you. That's, I thought I thought you so, might actually. I don't know. He has nothing to do with sports. Does none of this has anything to do with sports? He's just a weird dude. Like his band. They're, like, perpetually making, like, music for teenagers. I know Hari Kondabalu does a bit on him specifically about that. And it's just weird that, like, why is a 45-year-old man making music for teenagers? <laughs> and when when Rivers was called out, like, I think in the mid-2000s about uh, his, one of his, like, legendary records, Pinkerton, a legendary Weezer record, being, like, pretty creepy and gross because he, he likes to... Um, he likes to obsess over the race of women that he is dating or having sexual relations with. He was like, because someone was like, oh, you seem to have the, like an Asian fetish. And he's like, actually, I don't have an Asian fetish. I have a list. Uh, here, I have a chart of uh, all the races of women that I've slept with. And then he released it on MySpace in like 2005. And it's like, Rivers, that's literally the creepy shit that we're talking about here. Like, you're a weirdo, dude. You're... Just why ooh. are you doing that? Just so weird. His Creepy bands, his bands, guy. not good anymore. I mean, they, well, questionably, they, like, they, they made, never were. Maybe they made the blue album and they made Pinkerton, and after that, I don't know. I kind of like the green album. I, I yeah. fucked with Maladroit. Like, no, no, like no joke. Like my bands used to cover Weezer like in high school and oh, stuff. Oh, dude, whatever. It was so much fun. Like, we all knew how to play. Like, fucking, uh, my name is Jonah. Back in the day, yeah, yeah, CGAF, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so yeah rivers is uh, there's no hype to this who do i hype in a rivers cuomo drag um, um i don't know the ramones i don't i don't really think much of them yeah, see, <laughs> this, this, it's a hard it's hard it's, it's a hard a one this is just uh, a drag it's yeah, just fuck. rivers yeah we rivers could hype blink 182 but uh tom delange went one off the fucking reservation travis barker is just an odd cat and i don't remember the name of the third guy so. Mark Hoppus. Mark Hoppus. He's very funny on Twitter. I like him a lot. He's <laughs> actually very. Oh, so we're dragging. We're hyping Mark Hoppus. Somehow <laughs> we went from Weezer to Blink One Eighty Two in late '90s teenage fandoms. So like, <laughs> sure, Mark Hoppus. Yeah, out here. Follow him on Twitter. He's funny. Also, Mark Hoppus. Follow us on Twitter. We're not funny. <laughs> we're, yeah. All right. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right. Do I have time to yell about the Lakers? I do not. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this is amazing that I'm shelving this one. Oh, are you? Because yeah, um, the Lakers it. are pretty bad. I know. I I I'm reading my notes right now. It's like no, actually, we have to shelve it. We it would it would take thirty minutes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We could. I bet I can do the rundown real fast. Okay. Well, all right. I'll do it. Right. I want to drag the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, do you? Um, I've wanted to for a very long time. 
but I've just been waiting for my opportunity because it's like every time I'm like, oh, I want to shut on the Lakers on the podcast because I'm a huge Lakers fan, but I'm very disappointed in what's going on with them right now. I'm like, wait a minute, I should wait because it's going to get worse. (laughs) And then it does every time. So I want to run down the entire timeline, the show timeline, (laughs) if you will. It's the best Um, headline for for a segment that's been written for this show, by the way. For the Lakers... And we're going back to the year is 2016. And the end of March. <laughs> March 30th, 2016. During a bad season, um, Kobe's final year, which really has nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> who cares about that guy right now? Uh, D'Angelo Russell, their uh, rookie number two pick, um, he decided to tweet a video of Nick Young bragging about cheating on his fiance, Iggy, Iggy Azalea. Uh, probably stupid. <laughs> A very dumb thing. I'd imagine that's not good in your work environment to happen. So that yeah, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. And that's kind of where it all starts. That's kind of where the Lakers collapse. Actually, you can pinpoint it. Because then in February 2017, nearly a year later, Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka take over as the front office administration. They are like the new thing. They're going to bring back Showtime. They're going to make all these changes. They're going to draft all the good players and none of the bad ones. They're going to sign all the great ones because it's Magic Johnson. You're going to have to... And I'm going to sit back here and uh, just let you go. Okay. I need (laughs) need a beer, too. All right. Come on. We can do this. I believe in you. So... So anyways, Magic Johnson, Rob Palenka, they don't really seem to like D'Angelo Russell, mostly maybe because of the tweet. Uh, they Lou Williams didn't really like D'Angelo Russell. It's kind of like, whatever, okay, so maybe he doesn't like him, maybe he does, but he's a young talent, you should probably keep him. Spring of 2017, so with the second pick, the Lakers, they were coveting Lonzo Ball, and it's like, well, you know, D'Angelo Russell, Lonzo Ball, that could be a good backcourt, you know, all right, cool. June 20th, they traded D'Angelo Russell <laughs> for Brooke Lopez. They're like, fuck that. We don't, pre, we don't want him. Pre-Splash Mountain, Brooke Lopez. Yeah, Pre-three-pointer, Brooke Lopez. Let's just, okay, fine. He was fine. Whatever. He was fine. It was fine. Uh, that, that was a weird move. We kind of saw it coming. We were kind of hoping it wouldn't. But it's not the end of the world. Because they still had Kyle Kuzma. They still had Lonzo Ball. They still had all these guys. Julius well, Randle was Well, not yet. They traded D'Angelo before they drafted Lonzo Ball. They drafted Lonzo oh, two yeah. days later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the draft, they drafted Lonzo, but yeah. So it's going to be fine. Yeah, we're good. We're good now. It's like, okay, we still have young talent. There's Julius Randle still there. It should be fine. 2017-18 season goes off. They weren't good, but like the the kids played well. Brandon Ingram played well. Like Lonzo Ball was Lonzo Bally. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma was a surprise. Julius Randle was incredible. Uh, they... They, Brooke, Lopez, Brooke Lopez played his game, and it was okay, and it was like, okay, well, you know, in two or three years, we could have a thing here. We could just wait this out, you know? Good good rebuild, good rebuild so far. And in July 2018, Magic Johnson basically decided, you know, fuck a, a reasonable rebuild. <laughs> and then he gets the greatest basketball player that ever lived, LeBron James. Okay. No, it sounds, on its face, it sounds like a good idea. That sounds amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. I went to your bar and wrote on the board, L.A. Bron. <laughs> Just, like, out of celebration. I, like, I was stoked. I... I was like, well, I wish that we were going to do a regular rebuild, kind of like the Warriors did. But hey, we went straight to LeBron and like, who's (laughs) mad about that? And it was stoked. And so I just, for the whole summer, I was like, who gives a shit? We're going to be amazing. Even though they're, they're like 
signing all of these players that don't make any fucking sense. But I, have, it's yeah, like, I, do have, a, I have a question about that, actually. What happened with that roster? Um, who did they end up getting? They got uh, Lance Stevenson, who, who hates LeBron James. Most famous for blowing in LeBron's ear. He actively bullies LeBron James. <laughs> Um, uh, Rajon Ray, Ray Rondo. I believe he once was uh, photo uh, posted himself a uh, selfie on Instagram of him wearing a LeBron sucks shirt. Yeah, yeah. actively bullies LeBron James. <laughs> um, shoot, uh, Javale McGee does not bully LeBron James, but is Javale McGee <laughs> does not have any idea what's yeah. happening. And then they decide to let Julius Randle go, which, okay. Uh, it's weird, but it's like it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I would have liked that you kept either Brooke or Julius or both, but... So they hey, didn't re-sign Brooke Lopez, right? No, they let him go. And they traded D'Angelo Russell straight up for Brooke Lopez. Well, also packaged him with Mozgov to get rid of that shitty contract. But yeah, mm-hmm. essentially, yeah. So yeah, basically rendering that whole trade useless. It's gone. It's over now. It's done. Like Rad. <laughs> the D'Angelo Russell era... Ended when the, the the last remnant of D'Angelo Russell was gone, and that but was you, Brooke Lopez. Yeah, but you got LeBron James. Right? But I have LeBron James, so I don't care about any of this, and no one really does, because we're going to go beat up the Warriors somehow, and just do all this crazy shit, and it maybe finish fifth. Who knows? Maybe finish first. I don't know. I'm crazy. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> but what happened next? What was the next um, thing? So... We are going to, so November 2018 hits, and the Lakers are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Londo's, Lonzo's playing okay. Kuzma's amazing. Ingram's not good. Um, but, you know, LeBron James is there, and he's mm-hmm. winning all of the games for everybody. You're doing pretty good. Yeah. He's, I mean, they were a third-place team at around Christmas Day. Right. What happened Christmas on Day, Christmas Day? Uh, LeBron hurt himself. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron hurt himself, and uh, that's fucking bad. Apparently, when you only rely on one player to do pretty much everything, no matter how good they are, it's not a uh, it's not a good idea. Right. So, and then they had a whole month without LeBron, pretty much, right? All of January two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Um, How'd that go? They went from third to ninth in a month. That's extremely bad. That's astonishingly bad. They lost to the Kings. They probably lost to the Magic. They lost to the Bulls at one point. That fucking sucked. Uh, it was weird and bad and not good. But they but, somebody. But we hadn't. You guys had an idea to improve your roster. Yeah, Anthony Davis, baby. It was a sure shot. One hundred percent. We were going to get Anthony Davis. <laughs> actually, one hundred percent is actually very low. One thousand percent. We were going to get Anthony Davis. Rich Paul is his agent. Uh, clutch, you know, the whole connection with LeBron. It was basically the whole thing was tampering, and, and that was fine. We are going to get Anthony Davis, and there's no way in hell that they're ever going to say no to a Brandon Ingram based trade. So, what'd they say? They said no. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, well, it's like, okay, well, fine. You don't want Brandon Ingram. Well, let's give you Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball, baby. What now? I imagine they took that one. No, they said no. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, okay. So. You package Kyle Kuzma. You package Lonzo Ball. You package Brandon Ingram. They're going to accept that trade every day for of Anthony course. Davis. Who I doesn't? would. I would do that in a heartbeat. I would do that today. What'd they say? They said no. Ah, interesting. It was weird. I'm they starting said, to sense a theme here. It was like, okay, <laughs> well, you say no to that, but okay. Well, then they offered them the godfather trade. Kuzma, Lonzo, Ingram, um, Rondo somehow. Uh, I don't know, but it was like yeah. literally everybody. every single player 
that wasn't LeBron James pretty much was in this trade plus two picks. You don't That's say insane. no to that. That's insane. You just don't say no to that. What'd they say? Well, they didn't say yes. <laughs> so that was absolutely... Did they look into offering LeBron James at any point? Yeah, they did actually. <laughs> As from what we've heard later down the line. That's how bad this whole thing got. Is that they wanted to trade LeBron James. It's not even in the notes, but they did. You can Google it. <laughs> uh, it was bad. Ah. <sighs> So what? So how'd that go after that? Well, the rest of the season's been pretty bad. <laughs> uh, turns out that you just you can't build a team like this. You can't go into negotiations as as a GM and the the player operation or the basketball operations president and like act this way and get what you want. You can't just like kind of essentially bully your way into acquiring players <laughs> that like aren't in free agency. Apparently other teams don't like that, and Dell Demps didn't like that. Yeah, I don't, yeah. It's just terrible negotiation and just terrible (laughs) management all the way through the Lakers. Holy crap. They are a trash fire for the ages. That's pretty bad. It's actually impossible to go from, like, a pretty good basketball team in the Western Conference to absolutely garbage, unless maybe your best player dies. (laughs) (laughs) And your coach dies. (laughs) And, and like other maybe, player dies. Like it maybe like your starting center. But yeah. they managed to do it. And it was it was so like just absurd and surreal. And yeah. And now and now they're the worst. And now they're so, the worst. So I have one last question for you about the Lakers as hmm. we finish this drag. The uh guy who you say arguably sparked this entire debacle. D'Angelo yeah. Russell. Yeah. How's he doing? Um D'Angelo Russell is very good at basketball. <laughs> Um, D'Angelo Russell is an all-star for a team that's going to the playoffs in the Nets, and they just eliminated the Lakers from playoff contention officially in a game against them. He got his revenge game. We're trash. D'Angelo Russell is good. That's a poetic ending. Yeah. And with that, (laughs) I will hype D'Angelo Russell. (laughs) (laughs) So that was my, that was, actually I did it in a... I didn't have 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, guys, we thought this was going to take half an 11. hour. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Lakers are stupid. I'm mad at you. <laughs> All right. I think that's our show. That is the show. That's it. Um, well, you can shit. listen to us on the things you are listening to us on right now. One of them is either SoundCloud, Spotify, <laughs> Google Play, iTunes, our website, allsportsarebad.com. I think it's WordPress right now, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, Let us know if there's a thing you listen to us on. Just yeah, we could, we'll plug that. Things. Like, yeah, I just want to know what people are listening. Like, our metrics don't exactly tell us everything. No, we would. We'd like to know. We were interested. Also, um, for twenty dollars, we'll read a tweet. For twenty dollars, I'll give you two minutes. <laughs> God, stop fucking up my ad structure. For twenty dollars, we'll read a tweet. <laughs> All right, ten. Ten dollars to read a tweet. For twenty dollars, you get two minutes. <laughs> no, no, you do not. You get two tweets. <laughs> if you buy three, you get the fourth one free. Tweets are long, though. Tweets are like we're at two hundred and eighty characters now. That's a lot of wordage. Yeah, you know, it's still thirty bucks for four tweets. Yeah, it's not bad. Well, if you want to tweet at us, <laughs> we're at all sports are bad. I am at Patrick JCS. I am at wildly pointless. 
And uh, I guess I'm apologizing to uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar again. I, I very much would like Oof. to apologize to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and the family of Len Bias. Yeah. Yeah. That's not funny, but I, yeah. This is, we're ending <laughs> on a bad note. Um, you know who I don't want to apologize to is Tom Izzo, or Michigan yeah. State, or anyone who's ever been involved with that whole department, and they can all go to hell. Yeah. We're happy that baseball's starting. The Dodgers are trash. Everyone knows it. Fuck the Dodgers. Giants, let's go. Not Rockies. Giants. <laughs> <laughs> Rockies to the World Series where they lose in four. <laughs> Weird flex. And with that, that goodbye, Internet. Uh, thanks for we'll listening. never forget you. <laughs>